Hello and welcome to Weeb Spawn. We talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello, Bobby. Glad to be doing another episode. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about Chainsaw Man, and I think we're only going to go about to episode six in this in the anime. And we'll try not to spoil too much of what's coming if you haven't read the manga. But as always, spoilers ahead. Chainsaw Man is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Tatsuki Fujimoto. It is, or its first part was serialized in the Shueisha, uh, Shueisha uh, Shonen Manga Magazine Weekly Shonen Jump from December twenty. Uh, December 2018 to December 2020. And its second part began serialization in the uh, Shueisha's Shonen uh, Jump Plus, uh, the online magazine in July of 2022. Its chapters have been collected in 12 Tankobons uh, volumes as of October of 2022. Uh, in North America, the manga is licensed in English by Viz Media. And for both print and digital release, it is also published by the Shueisha's uh, on the um, Manga Plus online platform. The anime television series adaptation is produced by MAPPA, and it premiered on October of 2022, and it is still currently ongoing. And just want to give a shout-out. Uh, we re recently received an email from... A fan who specifically requested for Chainsaw Man. And yeah, so we just wanted to give a shout out to them and say thank you for the recommendation and the uh, kind words you had to say. So we are happy to be doing this episode. And this will be a two-parter because obviously the manga or the anime is still ongoing. So first up six episodes here and then probably in the next season. Because we are coming close to the end of this season of uh, Weeb Spawn. So next season, we'll probably pick up the second half of this. For those of you who, who don't know what Chainsaw Man is, Chainsaw Man follows the story of Denji, an impoverished young man who makes a contact contract that fuses his body with that of a dog-like devil named Puchta granting him the ability to transform parts of his body into chainsaws. Denji, Denji eventually joins the Public Safety Devil Hunters, a government agency focused on fighting against devils whenever they become a threat to Japan. The second arc of the story focuses on Asa Mitaka, Mitaka. Mitaka, a high school student who goes in contract goes in a contract with Yoru, the war devil, who forces her to hunt down Chainsaw Man. But that's for way down the line, because that's more in the manga than it is the anime. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm pretty sure that anime is going to end before that. Oh yeah, it's going to end with the ending of the first arc, and it'll probably be like two or three years before we get another Chainsaw Man uh, anime. And That's for, my assumption. For those of you, who, those of you who are on the fence, man, I can't talk. 
about this, I definitely would say give give it a shot. At least give the first episode of the anime a shot because I had my I'm all about shonen and you were interested in this before you wanted me to get into the manga and then finally when the anime came out I was like you know what all right I'll I'll watch the anime's first episode and if it's good if it's as good as you say it is I'll read the manga <laughs> so I watched the first episode and then I binge read the entire series <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah it's it's an interesting one yeah it's a it it was I had some expectations for it that it hit exactly what I thought it was going to be, but then it also wasn't what I thought it was going to be as well. Uh, I know that's vague, but I'm the whole point is I'm trying to be as vague as possible right now yeah. uh, until we go into it. But it's not just he just transforms into this guy and kills everyone because there are like downsides of him because he's like literally ripping his skin and bleeding when he does this like there there's actually like downside of him fusing and all this stuff i thought it was literally just gonna be like a like a danny phantom thing where he goes ghost but like for chainsaws and then he just goes and then like he just goes and hunts uh devils pretty much like very bleach like it was what i thought it was gonna be Mm. yeah one thing that I like about this manga and anime is the fact that it kind of steps away from the typical shonen line or like shonen trope of I want to be the best of something. You got Naruto, he wants to be Hokage. You have, um, you have Luffy wants to be king of the yeah, pirates. Yeah, Luffy. Yeah, um, my hero. You have uh, Midoriya who wants to be the number one hero. You have all these people who want to be the best. You have Asta, the wizard king. This guy, it's not like he... Or you have someone who wants to go out for revenge on somebody. So it's not like this for Denji. He's not like, I want to get revenge on this devil because of this reason. He's not like, I'm going to be the best public safety devil hunter. I'm going to be top dog. He's just... His motives are very on par with Shonen, for one. It's just different of how this typical shonen goes. Because typical shonen does the, I'm going to be the best. And there's also some fan service and stuff like that. This one is, I don't care about being the best. I just want to touch some boobs. And (laughs) (laughs) he is purely motivated by selfish reasons. And I feel like it's just very relatable because... I don't think anybody in real life typically goes, I'm going to do this because I want to save the world. I want to do this. People are like, I want to do this because I want to be rich or I want to be do this because I'm going to be famous. And I feel like it's the most relatable for him to have such a primal instinct of, I just want to do something that makes me feel good. <laughs> in and other words, he's, fun. he is down bad for Maki- Makima. Is uh, that how uh, you... Makima. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Makima, yeah. And Yeah, he's a Makima simp. Yeah. That <laughs> it's just funny how it turns out that way, but wasn't uh Jujutsu Kaisen, wasn't he also like that? Like he didn't really I don't think care about being he, like yeah. I don't know if he has a reason why he's I think he just is doing it to do it. 
and that's why those are so enjoyable. Just like One Punch Man with uh, Saitama, his whole thing is he doesn't care about being the number one here, though he wants some fame. Yeah, he definitely. He want... <laughs> yeah, he's he's a weird case. He wants to be a he wants to be known, but his real motive is that he wants to have a good fight. So I wouldn't say the his end goal is to be the number one hero. I think the end goal is for him to get this number one hero position so that he can fight stronger people. It's not about the position. It's about the fights that come with the position. And I mean, who wouldn't want like some fans here and there? Yeah. That, cause even, uh, but you also see the flip side. It's like, cause when he does get, thanked or like whatever he usually shows like he ends up turning it around and like be ends up being very humble about it but then when he does it get it, yeah he's just a back and forth case but yeah. anyways that's not yeah. what we're here to talk about yeah Den- denji though he is one that's all about the fame all about the the glory the girls the food he's really food motivated and i just think it's a fun take on this story and I also, so, like you said, I think it's very realistic, too, because, I mean, we're... I mean, yeah, he's a teenager, and he wants to do teenager things. Pretty much, because we learn, like, he ends up... Typical shonen kind of backstory, he's orphaned, or, like, something happened to his parents, and all this stuff, so he doesn't get to live the life of a normal teenager. That's literally his purpose, is just to, like, be a teenager, eat... F- delicious food have like meet a girl and all this stuff that he his dream is basically to live a normal life (laughs) yep yeah so i guess we can just jump right into this one because we gave you guys enough backstory and why we kind of enjoy it or at least why i really took a liking to this one so denji is this 16 year old boy who has been burdened with the massive debt left behind by his late father who committed suicide to repay this debt. He works as a devil hunter with Puchita, the dog that resembles the chainsaw devil. And it, oh God, one thing I loved was how adorable this dog looked. Oh my it's just God, like this yes. stupid little plushy thing with a stupid little chainsaw nose. So dumb, but it was so cute. And yeah, so they, he's doing these jobs as a devil hunter, kind of like a, freelance devil hunter he's not with any public organization and after finishing a job for a yakuza boss denji tells puchita about his dream of living a peaceful life and settling down with a partner and the boss eventually takes denji to an abandoned warehouse for a job where he reveals that he has grouped up um with or his group has allied themselves with the zombie devil who quickly overpowers Denji and brutally murders him and dismembers him and they throw Denji's body into a garbage can and I think this is just very fitting for the life that Denji's living right now because his goal is to live a peaceful life with a partner he is just a simple guy who has nothing and I think it's kind of sort of metaphorical and symbolic of how he his life comes to an end because he's living this garbage life and he is treated like garbage his whole life and 
it ends in a garbage can. So, I don't know. I feel like there's layers to that that we could dissect, but we're just going to breeze over that. And, yeah, it's just a very sad end. And <laughs> while he's sitting there, Puchita's dead as well, or sort of dead. And Denji's blood drips into Puchita's mouth, bringing Puchita back to life. Uh, because devils kind of feed off of blood and regain energy and stuff like that. And Denji was having a vision of Pujita, and he was telling him that uh, that he wants to Pujita to take over his body if the time were to come, so Pujita could live on. And Pujita does this in exchange for seeing Denji live out his dream. So Pujita actually gives up his own life to bring Denji back, and his only request was, "I want to see you live." Your dream. So live that peaceful life. Do what you want to do. Be happy. So Denji's whole again. And Denji confronts the zombie devil. And he has this string attached to his chest. Which is a pull cord that was originally on Pochita's tail. And he pulls this. And he becomes this human devil hybrid. That allows him to grow chainsaws out of his head and arms. Which he is able to use to kill the zombie devil. And the Yakuza zombies. And then finally, the next morning, the carnage is found by a group of the public safety devil hunters. And their leader, Makima, hugs Denji after she asks, after he asks her to do so. He's just kind of like standing there in this raw carnage. And she comes up to him and he just wants a hug. And as soon as she hugs him, he reverts back to his human form. And she offers Denji to keep his life as a human. And in exchange, she'll feed him as much as he wants, and she will just kind of become his, her pet. And he's like, okay, if I'm going to get fed, this sounds like a sick deal. So he accepts, and he basically becomes her dog. Which is also kind of fitting, because he treated Puchita as a pet, and used Puchita how he sees, saw fit. And now he's basically Puchita, and he's once again becoming pet for somebody else and being used as a weapon to be fair i think he treated pachita more than a pet (laughs) though he was a pet but they were also like the only friends each other had yeah i mean overall still a pet it's more like a friend sure but in the end he was still using pachita to meet a means to the or an ends to meet the means, or whatever this phrase is. He was using <laughs> Pachita to get the money he needed, to get the food they needed. It was a mutual agreement because they needed each other. It was like a symbiotic, parasitic relationship. Neither opposed it, but uh, in this same scenario, Denji's not opposed to Makima using him in order to get a happy, healthy life. It's a very... There's a lot of similarities that can be yeah. compared. Yeah, definitely, because... Uh... He's just like, yeah, free food, everything, like, everything was paid for, and he's like, I don't have to struggle anymore, like, yeah. why not? To be fair, I'm pretty sure any scenario would have been better than the life he was living. That is also true. So, after eating in the rest area, Denji and Makima arrive at the Devil Hunter's headquarters in Tokyo. Denji wishes to team up with Makima, but she introduces him to Aki 
Hayakawa, a public safety devil hunter who takes Denji out on patrol. Aki and Denji get into a fight during the patrol, with Aki telling Denji he should quit for his own safety, but Denji believes it's, it's because Aki also has feelings for Makima. Denji and Aki return to Makima, where she tells them to work together, and the next day they are assigned on a mission as they spot a fiend where Denji killed him using an axe. Then back in the headquarters where Makima introduces the new partner named Power. She warns them that Power is actually a fiend as well. Denji is surprised and wonders if fiends can be devil hunters, which Makima explains about that fiends and their experimental team, which will be dissolved soon if they don't get any results. Denji then goes out with Power, who gets annoying and slaps him, telling him to to provide something she can kill as she is starving for blood. Kind of has like just an impulses as a fiend where she basically needs to fight in order to like kind of keep these urges under control. Denji realizes that Aki had set him up and is trying to get him fired. And so they are searching for devils. Power smells blood and starts to want run where she spotted a sea cucumber devil. <laughs> this has got to be the weakest devil in existence. I think the chicken <laughs> was. Oh, yeah, the chicken. But, like, who's afraid of a sea cucumber that over a chicken? <laughs> she jumps from the building and smashes the devil using her hammer formed from her blood. Oh boy, yeah. This one was. She's interesting. She's a. She's a hoot. She grows on you real quick. Yeah, I hated her in the beginning. Like, absolutely hated her. She's just too much. She. She's very childlike. She just goes off of impulse. She has no manners. She's. I mean, she is a devil, so it kind of makes sense. But God, she is something else. You've never seen Future Diary, have you? Nope. Oh, damn it. Okay. I was going to make a comparison uh, to another character from there, but you wouldn't understand the reference. Well, other people might. So, if you've <laughs> ever seen Future Diary, there is this... I uh, forget her name, but she's a criminal. Shocker. In this <laughs> anime, if you have uh, if you know about it. Uh, she's the... Uh, hmm... Uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Future Diary. If you want to see this, spoilers, spoilers. Um, she lives at the end. And she's the one who... Basically, she when she first gets introduced, she's like very annoying. Because she's kind of like the person who keeps reoccurring to hinder the main character. And... She always, like, gets in his way and is always trying to stop him and all this stuff. And she's very boastful. And they made it so she's, like, you don't want to like her at first. But then towards the end, she's, like, one of... I think she's one of the best characters. And I really like her character. So this just reminds me of Power, where they're first introduced. And, like, I'm... Like, there's no way I'm going to like this person. Like, they're so annoying. Why do they introduce this character? 
And then by the end, I'm like, I will die for her. <laughs> I love her so much. But, yeah. I, it's hard to say it because I really don't want to be vague. I'm trying to be as vague as possible about Future Diary. If you've seen it, you know the character I'm talking about. I, I just don't want to spoil anything because it spoils the ending if I talk about her too much. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh... Power is definitely one of those characters where it's just you, Denji even says he's like I am not gonna like this chick. We are not gonna get along, but eventually we'll learn that they get better and they become pretty good friends. But um, yeah, this little introduction of fiends I think is a really interesting way to to introduce it because definitely draws a line between who Denji is and who fiends are because they make the dis- the distinct they make the distinction that fiends are just devils that take over a corpse of a body and the corpse now has the personality of the devil that took them over whereas Denji uh Puchita took over Denji but it is Denji who is actually still alive so he's this hybrid between uh, human and devil whereas the fiends are distinctly different even though they're treating them both as the same uh, as a regular devil and i just feel like it's a interesting distinction to make because it adds a little more mystery to why denji has this relationship with puchita versus why nobody else has it it's like being a substitute soul reaper exactly where you're not dead but you still have the power and Denji's not. Well, I, I don't think is he's he dead. dead. Yeah, that, I know. Like, <laughs> honestly, what is the? That's really. I guess it would be like if you were, were like if you got hit by a think car. He's technically and... dead because I think. So how they fuse? I think because he never he didn't die completely, or maybe he did like die completely, but he did get brought back to life because if he ever gets separated. He will definitely die, but he's yeah. not. I wouldn't call him undead. I think. I would, I would think that it's similar to like if you got hit by a car, your heart stopped, and then the paramedics came and resuscitated you. Or you It'd get like those artificial that. heart. Yeah, or you get like, you get like a pacemaker or something. Where that's what I feel without like it that is. you're dead, but with it you're good. Although obviously Denji's case is a little different because he was literally diced to pieces and sewn back together. Yeah, but but the the same yes. concept where yeah, where it's, it's like, still Denji, he just has an artificial heart. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So I would say for this, like making a line, I would say he's living. Or and I would say he's more. Yeah, I would say he's also more human than he is devil. At, like oh yeah, for sure. Because I mean, Puchita's really, as far as we know, just it's just his heart. Yeah. I feel yeah. like this. I feel like this is the same concept in multiple animes, and I, I'm just drawing a blank on like <laughs> anything. Because like the more I talk about this, I'm like, why is this trope so familiar? I'm like, it has to have been done, and I'm trying to like think of like yeah. all this stuff where like a devil or something gets transplanted. Planted. It's probably more common in Isekai or something, and maybe I've just yeah. read so many that. <laughs> you can't I know, think about but... it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some too. I feel like Oh, I know why. 
because it is a trope in isekai where it's where the de- like a lot of there's a trope where like the demon lord either doesn't want to be the demon lord anymore and so they die and then their soul gets put into something else or within the hero or something so they can basically live another life as not the demon lord i think that's mm. what i'm for, at least for me that's where yeah. i'm getting the familiar blah 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 yeah that <laughs> that word that that word i seem to struggle to say <laughs> yeah so there is some tropes in it but um this is the only one that i can actually think of off the the top so but yeah, so the killing of the sea cucumber devil attracts the attention of the public. And while Denji and Power fall off of accusing each other, uh, they are stopped by Makima. She tells them that they're going to have to work together and not to really fall, like not take any more real risks. Um, in an attempt to get along with Power, Denji starts to flirt a little bit, which is sensed by Power. And she tells him that uh, she needs to defeat this bat devil, which has kidnapped her pet cat, Meowie. And in exchange for this, she will allow him to touch her breasts. And Denji is like, um, <laughs> take me to the fucking devil right now, because this is going to happen. And no hesitation, uh, Denji gets to leave the area for... Uh, some hours to track down and kill this devil. They kind of... They do, like, this tag team thing where they do leave their area, which is not an okay thing to do, but they do it anyway, and they travel to this abandoned house where she knocks him out and drags him into the house, and it is revealed that the bat devil is certainly there, but she made a deal with this bat devil to give him a human for him to eat because he was attacked by devil hunters and lost his arm. So if she were to bring him a human, he would drink the blood, regain his arm back, and then she will get her pet Meowie back. (sighs) But it doesn't really go as planned. The bat devil takes Denji and he kind of crushes him and drinks the blood that comes out. But this blood has an awful taste. It does heal him. He gets his arm back. But because it was so repulsive, he goes back on the deal, and he refuses to release the cat, and instead he swallows the cat, and Power is very upset by this, and she just lets the devil eat her, too. She doesn't fight back, she's just torn up because she just witnessed her cat being murdered. And then the bat devil decides to fly to the city to get some more food to wash out the nasty taste. But the really crippled Denji grabs onto his leg and decides to try to fight this devil. And he eventually manages to get this devil to crash into the city. And he goes all chainsaw and shit. And this is going on and the bat devil starts to get overpowered. And having uh, been promised by power to be allowed to touch her breast, he ghost or so actually sorry denji was overpowered and being promised to touch power's breast he then turns chainsaw and kills this devil 
and rips through his stomach and frees power and the cat Meowie. So by the power of breasts, Denji was able to kill this devil. Who needs the power of friendship? <laughs> when you had the power of boobs. Uh, that, that's just what I love about it. He really is, like, true to his desires, and he doesn't, like... But they don't make it so, like, he's, like, over-the-top perverted by any means. Like, he doesn't just is like attacking any girl that he's there he i'll talk it's about, all about consent <laughs> yeah it, he's very much like he wants like he's not going to give up the opportunity if someone offers it to him but he still has this desire to kind of like have just one girl to himself and mm-hmm. to that's what he thinks is his like normal life so i like how they kind of like do balance it to where don't get me wrong, he has these, like, pervy thoughts, but he's also, like, a teenage boy finally being around attractive girls or any right. girl that, like, yeah, at all. doesn't think he's, like, disgusting. So it, he's basically acting like a kid in puberty, and I think they do it really well where they balance it out to where it's not all about his, like, desires, but, like, that's also, like, his character, almost, like, his characteristic that... He is, like, this pretty much pubescent teenage boy, it, like, mentally. Because he's never yeah. he's never really had a childhood because of everything that's going on. So, I think that's... It's hard to say a redeeming feature <laughs> yeah. of him. But it's a quality that I enjoy in him. Yeah. And I do... One thing I do like about this manga slash anime is that... Unlike other manga and anime, they kind of go off the deep end when it comes to, like, this fan service e type stuff and the groping and stuff. Like, they go, a lot of them go to an extreme where this one has a take of where it's like, this is a key focus, but we're not going to just, like, fan service our way through the show. We're making this a pivotal part and trying to make it seem important because it is important to Denji, but it's not over the top and, like, off-putting. It's just something that he's like, yo, I'm going to touch some boobs and I'm going to kill some shit. And it doesn't go too far in one direction. Yeah. They, like I said, they, they had this good balance where yeah. he does like, he, he is rewarded, but it's not over the top fan service. So yeah. if that's something you're worried about, <laughs> don't worry about it because while it may be, regardless, it's always will be awkward if you're watching with other people if someone just suddenly gropes someone. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's nowhere near as awkward as, like, whatever you think. Like, the, the what is that, the anime cliche trope that everyone always associates with anime. Um, that, like, sexual innuendo or, like... Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's, it's not ve- like a harem. It's very tamed on what it does. So yeah, I love how we're we're doing an honest <laughs> critique of the <laughs> sexual implications of <laughs> Chainsaw Man versus other manga. <laughs> like a non-ironic. Like this isn't like the Honey Pop episode where we're doing a a bit of. <laughs> of sexual game this is we're doing an honest take on the well, sexuality be, of this to be fair that one is supposed to be erotica 
So right, no, <laughs> just but that was all like um, an ironic bit where this one we're like, yeah, the <laughs> we get enough boobs in this one. This one doesn't. <laughs> Oh, we're just, just we're because I feel like with this anime, there I've already seen memes where they've already showed Denji like being obsessed with it and all that stuff. I I just want to get across to people, it is more, if anything, a like subplot or just like another thing, character thing for Denji as like a character flaw, whatever you want to call it. In Denji, it is by no means take over like big portion of this it's just we're about to talk about it here and actually just a little bit of like why they incorporate this yeah and and this is one thing too like uh actually it's probably good that we're mentioning this is his main motive because i think through this we're gonna see the motives change based on what we know from the the manga his motives kind of shift a little bit once he starts realizing there's more to life than just titties Good for you, Denji. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. You grew but, up so fast. But then he'll realize as he gets older that no, he's wrong. That is all there is to life. Is yeah, he had that adult boring life. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's yeah. After defeating the bad devil, a surviving power is left stunned at Denji's tenacity. She's actually like. Before this, he she basically had like little to no respect for Denji because he was neither fiend nor human, so she really could care less about him. But after seeing this fight come out and like how strong he is, this is where she's actually like, "You're actually worthy of my respect." Because she's also very like egotistical, and so she's like, "Hmm, you're actually worthy of my respect." So it's like. It's an honor to be respected by her, is basically what she's getting at. And, like she promised, she allows him to fondle her breast. However, just before he can do it, the leech devil suddenly arrives, blasting off Denji's arm and eating it. Denji tries to transform into his Chainsaw Man persona, but his lack of blood from the previous fight prevents a full transformation. Again, this is... I'm glad they actually have, like, real-world implications. Like, while he does this, he does rip his skin off. So, he like, blood loss is a thing. And because he's still human and not, like, a full devil, like, this is actually, like, something he has to keep in mind of. And so this prevents his full transformation. And he was only able to grow a small chainsaw on his head, which was honestly really freaking hilarious to see. <laughs> so, and, but like, even, I swear to God, Power, I can perform. <laughs> give me a little time. I swear to God. <laughs> Granted, there's no sexual innuendos, guys. Um, no, none at all. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I just put that innuendo on it. There's honestly nothing about this fight. Well, I mean, the leech monster seems a little sexual, but nothing about this fight is sexual other than the <laughs> leech monster. Uh, Denji pushes forward with his dream in mind because he's just, he's just there. Like, he's able, he can finally fulfill one of his dreams of funneling some breast. And he goes to battle the leech. He does actually inflict some damage 
to the leech demon, but he is still quickly overpowered since he is already exhausted and pretty injured from the battle with the bat demon. And just as he's about to be killed, Aki arrives and obliterates the leech with a massive fox-like beast. And in the debriefing, Aki explains that he manages to reattach Denji's arm after a blood transfusion once they got back to headquarters. So he's not missing any body parts, and he also has pretty good regenerative powers in himself. There he explains that he has a contract with the Fox Demon along with actually many others in this headquarters. Because there are some devils who kind of willingly work with other people to give a portion of their power for either like, I'm not sure if it's protection, more just like, hey, I just want to live here. I'll help you. Just don't fuck with me. Kind of, yeah, I won't I, fuck with I, you guys. I think it's a lot of like, hey, I'm going to... Because some of these devils have intelligence. So they're, they're kind of thinking along the lines of, if I team up with these people, I'm kind of granted immunity and I get free food. They, I get the human, like whatever their agreement is, I can get this, this, or this. And they kind of thrive off that because then they can be well known because they're known to like kill and they can get more contracts and stuff like that. So it's like one of these, I could go out and do this on my own, but I will also be hunted, or I live a cushy life as the lapdog of another, and I just get called every so often, and then I, I reap my benefits. So it's like one of those plus or minus pro-con things. And I don't know if it's told now when they're talking about like this contract with Devils, or it may go on a little later, so this is a slight spoiler ahead, but it's more just background lore about devils, is or fiends, devils, whatever you want to call them, is that they come here from be- escaping hell, and most of them don't want to return. So if you're wondering like why they would ever make contracts like this, this is why. Because they actually don't want to return. Because if a fiend gets killed in the overworld here, they just get respawned back in hell. Because fear never really goes away of something. So as long as there's fear of this, that is how they are spawned. I don't know if we ever actually went over that. Uh, um, I don't think that's introduced yet. Oh, okay. So I'm that, just going to... That'll be little... in... I think that one we'll have to cover in part two. Okay. We do learn that fear it has a role in devil strength here in like the next episode after this whole um, bat-devil, leech-devil interaction. We Makima kind of um, go, brushes over that in a little bit. But we don't ever know what happens to a devil... Well, I mean, we do now. No. Yeah. Um, we don't know what happens to the devil after they die, but we will uh, in the last six episodes i would assume yeah so that's what i try to give you these yeah i was gonna say if these 12 episodes of the manga of the anime cover the entire arc of the manga yeah so that's why i wanted to let you know it was a little spoilers ahead it's nothing too detrimental but just if you were ever wondering like why is a powerful demon like uh because when you watch it the fox demon is a really powerful devil dude that guy's dope and it's like oh why would he ever like team up with you guys, it's because they don't actually want to go back to hell. 
But uh, anyways, after he explains about the fox devil, he then tells them that uh, there's been talk that both Denji and Power may be disposed of because naturally humans don't want devils in their human headquarters. But Aki kind of gives them uh, approval saying like, hey, these guys are actually worth it. And because of that, they're able to um, stay alive and working with them. However, that also means that now Power will reside in Aki's apartment as a result because she has nowhere else to live. And he kind of argues a little bit, but Makima's like, she will live with you. And he, like, everyone is kind of like... Simp. For her, or at least, like, whatever she says, they don't... She's shown something in them that they're like, yeah, don't argue with her. It it won't end well for you. So, but... She's got, like, this scary gaze. Like, she's so calm, but she also has this face that it's like... I don't know, it's so welcoming, but at the same time, it's like, what will happen if I say no to you? So, because... this is going to sound real bad. <laughs> at least for me. You're like, I dig it. I love her eyes. I really do. Her eyes are pretty dope. They have really cool eyes in the show. They do, but like, Makima's eyes are on a different yeah, level. You look at them, you're like, God, I don't know if I should be scared of you or attracted to you. It, it really is, though. Like, maybe, maybe part of the fear is why you like it. And I'm like, whenever, especially like her first meeting with uh, Denji, the, her eyes, like how they drew her eyes and everything. I'm just like, I can't blame Denji. Like, I would have done the exact same in his book. Her eyes are just so hypnotizing. And like I said, it probably sounds bad saying yeah. it, but I just lo- I you, love her. You meet her for the t- first time. She's like, you're going to be my dog. And you're like, do I do I put the collar on now? Or <laughs> no, it's, more, it's like, wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, oh, one last thing in this episode is uh, that night, Power does stick to her pro- promise with Denji, and so he gets to fondle her breasts. Which I was gonna say, um, with this section, he for the next episode, he he does, and he's like he all pumped about it, and then he does it, and then the next morning he is very underwhelmed. He's like, I I don't know why that wasn't as enjoyable as I thought it would be. And he mentioned something to Makima, Makima because she kind of senses something's wrong. And he's like, well, I did. I, I, I succeeded in my lifelong dream of touching breasts, but I'm just very upset. I don't feel good. And... Yeah, she says that it's the result of him not really knowing his partner well enough. And then she proceeds to sexually tease Denji and then eventually allows him to touch her breasts. And then at this point, he is speechless because like, oh, shit, I'm all bricked up now. And uh, yeah, this is pretty dope. So he learns that he's a trap or he... He really just wants to touch the breasts of those he is attracted to, I think. And, yeah, so he's pretty pumped about that. So, after all this, she then says that she has a mission for him. 
and that if he succeeds in this mission, she will grant him any one wish. And this mission is that he needs to kill the gun devil. And we learn a little bit about this gun devil, which is a powerful beast that is responsible for killing more than one million deaths. And among these deaths, this includes Aki's family. And this is a pretty sad. We see like this whole story of Aki and his little brother. They go to play in outside in the snow. And eventually Aki's like, hey, let's go play ball. Go inside and get the baseball and we can play catch. So as soon as his little brother gets inside, his entire house is destroyed and Aki is left as the sole survivor of his family. So it, you see the side of Aki and why he's so driven to kill devils, why he hates them. You see his fire. So then we learn that Makima has a chunk of the gun devil's flesh and it's like these little bullet-like flesh. And we learn that it's lightly magnetized to other fragments of his of the gun devil's body. And the public safety discovers that uh, some devils have actually been consuming this flesh and gaining power. And killing these devils, they gather more, and eventually they'll get enough to where they will find the location of the gun devil. Because after its massacre, it went into hiding. So they're using these pieces to uncover more pieces, and they discover that there is a devil hiding in a hotel. And Aki's team is sent to clean it up. And this team consists of Denji power and Aki's uh, longtime friend and kind of mentor uh, Himeno uh, and the timid Kobeni and the strong Arai so this team is quite interesting there's a lot of buddy heads right in the beginning um, but to motivate the rookies in the team uh, Himeno offers a kiss to whomever slays the devil first and this convinces Denji pretty quickly. <laughs> um, he is all about it. And she mentions that if he wins, well, first he wasn't interested because he's like, my lips are only for Makimos. And then he is easily persuaded when she said, well, if you're the winner, you might get some tongue. And then he's like, all right, we're going. Let's do this. So um, before they enter, Aki remembers the first time when he met Himeno in a massive graveyard for the gun devil's victims. With her proclaiming her previous five partners have all died, she asks him to stay alive. And so far, he's been pretty good with that promise, seeing that he is currently alive. Um, <laughs> so the on the eighth floor, so they go in and they're kind of chilling out, figuring shit out. They find this walking head, which power promptly kills. And Himeno reveals that her contract is with the ghost devil. And this allows her to use this uh, powerful invisible hand. And they kind of go through. And there's a little bit of conflict there. Because power is kind of being kind of weird and violent. and You know, power being power. But they're going through this whole thing. And they're going up the stairs. And they realize that they've been going in a massive infinite loop. They, they go up to the ninth floor. And they actually proceed to go up to the eighth. So they are trapped in this hotel bum, 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 bum. and i think this is when they start talking about the fear either in this episode or the next episode because of the oh, gun devil yeah so 
Yeah, that is. I meant to mention that actually. When Makima brought up the gun devil, she mentions that devils have power from fear. So the gun devil is very powerful because a lot of people fear guns and stuff like that. So they their power is directly proportional to the fear that the populace has for that specific thing. Because she mentioned that a car devil would be semi-strong because a lot of people fear car accidents and getting ran over and that such. So it's directly proportional to that. Yeah. And this will just come into play... Uh, a little later learning all this information and then that also helps explain future things and to why gun laws are so strict and that like you literally have to be a government official to even own one because they are trying to erase the presence of guns to try to ease the strength of the gun devil because they figured out of sight, out of mind is kind of their policy that they're going with. So after they realize they are trapped on this floor, the devil hunters look for ways to escape. But Aki notices all the clocks in the floor have stopped completely, meaning they have actually been cut off from the outside world. So they are in their own little, like, subspace. They're not actually in that hotel or wherever they were at. As such, they begin collecting resources to survive. And Denji notices Himeno Himeno smokes the same brand of cigarettes as Aki. There she reveals it was her who made him begin smoking in the first place. After he defended her from the angry girlfriend of one of her slaughtered partners from the one of the five people that happened to die that you mentioned earlier. She also reveals she knows Aki wants to live a long life despite being a devil hunter. Aki returns to the room and reve- reveals the previous devil they killed has grown larger. The monstrous mass of flesh known as the Eternity devil offers them their freedom from the floor if they feed Denji to it. Kobani attacks Denji, but Himeno and Aki defend him, stating that they won't kill him. Time passes, and as Kobani and Arai fears keep growing, the devil becomes even larger and flips the entire floor vertically. A desperate Kobani lunges a knife to kill Denji, but Aki takes the stab instead, devastating Himono, because now she's like, oh my god, I'm about to lose another person, and she, like, can't stand that. While Power tries to stop his bleeding, Denji makes them an offer and says that he will go on his own towards the devil, and he transforms into his Chainsaw Man persona and leaps into his mouth ready to shred his insides so while they were all in this little hotel room obviously the more rookies were getting nervous because they just want to live and they're like if we give them one person we can all live like why not and obviously the veterans are like do you really expect him a devil to keep the word without any sort of contract do you think if we give it him will we really be living 
and all this stuff while it's happening. So one thing I didn't really mention during this was when this first started happening and they noticed they were trapped, Genji just went to bed. They <laughs> found a room with a bed in it and he just went to sleep. And everyone's like panicking and he's like, How can you like how can you not panic? He's like, What do you mean? We can't do anything, so and he just like literally falls asleep. I thought that was Honestly that's sound logic. <laughs> Although terrible idea to fall asleep when a devil is currently in the building, but sound logic. Yeah. I mean you had other people to keep watch, but yeah, he he just like stayed calm pretty much or like I don't I think it's more he didn't really understand the severity of what was going on. and Yeah, he's pretty dumb. Yeah, and he just goes to sleep. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to say, because this, this covers episode six, and that's going to be... We're going to be rounding up to the end of this episode. So, good cliffhanger, because Aki just got stabbed, Denji's falling into the mouth of a monster, and... We had that whole part of the previous episode where she's like, Aki, don't die, and then immediately gets fucking stabbed. It's like, as soon as that shit happened, where she's like, you better not die on me, and then he gets fucking stabbed, I'm like, are you fucking... I I didn't see this one coming. God, fucking manga and anime. I mean, it it should have been a red flag (laughs) the moment they started talking about, don't die, like, don't say that. (laughs) Yeah, you. it's like, guys, you... Do you realize you're in a manga? Those are the words you never say to somebody. Because the next episode, bad shit's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> God. But yeah. Um, and then I just... It really goes to show, though, how untrained and unprepared Arai and Kobini is as a hunter. Because they immediately give up their partner. I mean, even though... It's a little bit easier to do since you know he's a devil or you associate him as a devil. It's easier to make that distinction of, hey, let's just give him up. But it shows how quick they were to jump to that option, whereas the veterans were like, nope, we don't let anybody die as long as we can help it. And it's just... I I feel like it was a good way to show the inexperience of these newcomers. Yeah, like it... It's also, I feel like... For Kobani, she like kind of explains. She she also has a pretty bad uh, background because she was like, it was either join the devil hunting, or basically become a prostitute, and so she chose this. Yeah, and I could I could see why. <laughs> and so I I forget if what Ari like if he actually wants to be like a hero or protect people, like what his motives are. But Kobani, I can understand for her flipping because that's not a good ultimatum for her. It was like silly body to devils or silly body to people. (laughs) (laughs) Then she gets here and she's just like, my life is just a never ending nightmare. And, uh, with all this happening. And so, her i can understand where she's literally just trying to survive she has like she's not strong she's not brave she's she's not confident she's literally just trying to survive so her i can get but i had to reread to see like what arise yeah 
I don't remember what arrived. I feel he had uh, a like he knew what he was getting into and wanted to. It wasn't like Kobani where she was kind of like forced between an ultimatum. So he knew what he was getting into. So him succumbing to the demons is kind of like that's not looking good for your first impression, man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's something. Uh yeah. So far, not good impressions. And uh but we might have to do more theory stuff in our next episode because yeah. We end up talking more than I actually thought we would. Yeah, it was probably a good idea we did the first 6 episodes and not waited till the entire season was over because we took up most of the time just with our stupid side topics <laughs> and rants about boobs <laughs> <laughs> we had to defend yeah, our man so. Danji. <laughs> exactly uh yeah so some theories that we'll probably discuss in the next um part two of chainsaw man is one why is the chainsaw devil so powerful how many people are actually afraid of chainsaws because uh, that seems weird to me. Uh, one of the other t- topics is who should be the strongest devil. Like, just based on what we know, that fear strengthens devils. Who do you think is the strongest devil? And why does fear... Or does devil fear strengthen other devils in the same way that human fear strengthens them? Is this just a human thing where if I'm scared of... Uh, drowning the water devil's gonna get stronger or if a devil's afraid of drowning will it still get stronger so that's uh gonna be some fun topics because i feel like we could go on a pretty big tangent and if we don't get to these theories in the next episode we might do a part three of just theory crafting so honestly we'll, i would we'll see love how that goes. to do a whole episode of just theory crafting but uh to end with the question of the day is a little bit of a theory you mentioned uh, maybe not necessarily who is the strongest devil, but what if you could make a devil based on like one of the fears, if you've uh, seen this, read this, or have gotten a feel for how the these devils are created, what what kind of devil would you want to see? Like actually be personified, like and see what how they would interact with it whether it's a niche fear or not my fear interesting is already in the next episode or not next episode but the next six episodes they already have my devil fear in there which one was that dolls oh oh yeah you're you're weird like that yeah so my fears are already in Chainsaw Man, so I don't have to envision it. Yeah, I was actually literally just talking about fears yesterday. I was playing a drinking game with friends, and we had a whole discussion of what's your biggest fear, and if you share that same fear, drink. And I had a very tough time coming up with one, but the first thing that actually came to my head, I'm not a huge, greatly scared of this, but heights. I would be interested with how the heights devil would affect people like would you would it just make you feel really high up what would the devil look like is it a physical devil or is it one of those non-corporeal devils like the ghost devil how i'm very interested in how that would play out that 
That is interesting. Because, yeah, like, how would it give shape? I feel like, for me, I feel like it would be very much, like, uh, it, its powers would be, like, almost illusions. And, like, it would yeah, trap you. Kind of like this Eternity Devil. Yeah, it would trap you. Sort of. And, like, uh, you would end up being, like, at the edge of a cliff, at the edge of a skyscraper, like a building or something yeah. like that where glass box in the on sky. a bridge that's overhanging like a, a canyon or something rope bridge yeah or... like something like that but like i don't know how like the physical form would be yeah i don't i don't know because how would you fight that devil by jumping conquering <laughs> your fear. oh actually actually if it's all illusion that would probably be the way to weaken it and get out of its yeah grip. and then and then maybe, like, once you're able to overcome that, then it, like, somehow you see its, like, physical form or manifestation or something. Yeah, um, but it would be funny because if you were, if I was the height devil, I would hang out around cliffs and stuff and bridges. So then if the goal, the way to break the illusion is to jump... I would hope that they would walk to the cliff and jump. So they break the illusion, but they still actually jumped. And then it's Double like, whammy. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. But also, I don't know. If you were to kill the ones that feared you, would you lose strength? Or would it garner you more fear because it's like the gun devil. Mm-hmm. Because it killed all those people, it boosted its fear because they're like, oh my god. True. And then if people knew that the heights devil was hanging around tall places then everyone would have fear of being around tall things so like yeah fuck, especially how do i know the height devil especially with like downtown cities and stuff how they always have like skyscrapers oh yeah like everyone is not going to want to work on the 60th floor anymore true oh man we would be good as devils <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's oh, a good event right. <laughs> I, I don't know um, so I have a fact, and then Bobby also has a fact. So uh, the f- my fact is, as of November 2022, the manga had over 20 million copies in circulation, making it one of the best-selling manga series. In 2021, it won the 66th Shogakukan Manga Award in the Shonen category and won the Harvey Awards in Best Manga category in 2021 and 22. No, I feel like a lot of the animes we pick end up becoming... Best selling mega series. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kinda like um how you can go to any Barnes and Noble or library or whatever and they'll be like, This is the number one bestseller. It's like sure, it's the number one bestseller in categories of oh, if you like their their hashtag would be like home decor cleaning if you're in a midwestern high rise apartment building in the kitchen and it's like I'm the best selling category in that one <laughs> Very specific like, category. Yeah, it's like, sure, sure, you could be the best selling, I guess, if you're setting your limitations very, very niche. Uh, I don't know if manga does it that <laughs> way, but. And uh, my fact is, they did a popularity poll as most like manga selling, uh, at least successful ones, tend to do. And. Kobani's car ranked higher than Kobani herself. With Kobani's car nice. being, I think, seventh and Kobani being eighth. Uh, ouch. 
that that is a big ouch for Kobani. <laughs> I don't remember the exact places. I just know her car was one spot higher than she was. Oh my god, that's so sad. <laughs> I find it hilarious. Uh, it is really funny, but so sad and pathetic. Uh, just like Kobani. Wow. <laughs> Ouch! Hey, don't get me wrong. Oh, I like. I honestly like her as a supporting character, but it, you can't tell me she's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say something controversial. Um, I like her as much as I like Hinata, and I don't like Hinata. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah, so that'll be it for this episode. Uh, so don't forget to show some love and support on patreon.com slash weebspawn. And, of course, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at weebspawn. And you can contact us at, weebs- at weebspawn at gmail.com. And also, uh, the uh, fan that emailed us last week that we mentioned, uh, they actually set up a Reddit, a subreddit account f- or a subreddit page for weebspawn if you guys want to go check it out and discuss any episodes and maybe give episode recommendations and just discuss things that maybe you want us to talk about so feel free to go and check that out and make some posts and have some discussions that'll be it from us today thank you guys all so much for listening and i've been your host bobby and i'm joshua and we will see you guys next time when we we spawn